Welcome to DCAF, the Beacon Center's weekly podcast. Taylor and Mark are back. Mark is on a health kick. Um, you've probably heard... Two days. Two days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's a health kick for him. You've probably heard me roast him before about the fact that he never eats vegetables. He eats really unhealthy. He drinks an energy drink every morning. Not what? anymore since... No, that's not fair. You are full of it. Since January 1st, I've only had two energy drinks a week. Okay, that's more energy drinks than I've had... Since January. Not every day. Let's be accurate here. Fake news over here for Taylor. He, he used to. Y'all remember one time when I first started my job, we got in the elevator. And Mark and I were friends before I started working here, but I did, we weren't that close. And I remember we got in the elevator one day, and he'd had like two energy drinks and a few cups of coffee. And he was bouncing off the... We were 18 floors up. Elevators this day and age are quick. He was bouncing off the wall. So much sugar, so much caffeine. This new, like, tame Mark... Well, I don't tame know. Comparatively. <laughs> comparatively. Not, not compared to normal people. Compa- compared yeah, to myself. Compared to everyone else compared to the rest of society he's still a wild man but compared to old mark i'm, I'm kind of digging it i'm feeling it um it is right about time to have a health kick because coronavirus is in middle tennessee um seven confirmed cases so far it's been going on i guess for a couple of months now started in china made its way across to us it's in italy wreaking havoc in italy yeah, italy seems to be the place where it seems to be the worst right they shut down the whole country i know i know well and if our market is any indication we might be next i know there's not been like a ton of cases here compared yeah. to other countries but um it definitely is scary and i'm trying not to freak out i my sixth grade teacher made us watch outbreak and it like what is it what is outbreak Outbreak. it's that movie i think dustin hoffman is in it it's like about ebola but it's like named something different and a monkey carries it and anyway it's really scary if you're like garbage it it was scary for to a sixth grader i was 12 years old and i was watching it it's not as scary as the miracle of life i promise you that it's way scarier that was way scarier (laughs) (laughs) i agreed um but i've been just scared of epidemic pandemic type of situations ever since then so i'm trying not to freak out but i bought a ton of groceries i've been cooking at home and people and people have like bought out toilet paper all the toilet paper apparently they think that it's some kind of gastrointestinal no it has nothing to do with that i like nobody has any idea why toilet paper sold out understand well nobody understands like it shows that people are like they obviously have no idea what this actually is that they're buying toilet paper unless they think they're not gonna be able to leave the house for years I don't know how much toilet paper you need, but some people, though. (laughs) Some people, I'm sure, need more than others, and we'll leave it at that. But, yeah, why toilet paper? I did go the other day and bought water, and I didn't know if the water was because if all the water bottles were gone because of the tornado or because of the corona. Oh, good point. Yeah, we're not sure. It's probably one of them. It might be a combo. It might be a combo. But but the the thing to remember with the coronavirus, or COVID-19, whatever they're calling it now, is just to be reasonable, kind of look at what's going on. Don't overreact. And maybe don't underreact. Like don't don't say like just wash your hands for twenty seconds and just just do things that normal human beings should probably be doing anyway. Yeah. And keep an eye out. I mean, we, we don't know. I'm not a scientist. No. I don't know how bad it is. I know that in the past, when the media has really pushed things up, like it's not been as bad as expected. Right. Um. And it's uh, you you heard about was it a uh, HN? What, what was the one? H one N one. H one N one. Is that SARS or is that separate? I think. Wasn't that swine? Yeah, I had swine, swine flu. Okay, yeah, and yeah, you had swine flu, and, and you're I'm fine. fine. So it's like 
not to say it's overblown. We just don't know. So keep an eye out, but don't, like, I, I would say don't go overboard right now. Don't be an idiot and go book an $8 flight to Italy, but also don't freak out. Did you, did you see the video online of the woman in Memphis who was like wearing a trash yeah, bag over her insane. face? Like everybody needs to calm down. Just be a normal person. Don't cough on your hand and go shake hands with anyone. I don't. did buy a cheap flight to Fort Lauderdale today. But. I bought a cheap <laughs> flight to New York. Okay. But, so, so, yeah, New York was so cheap. Yeah, New York was really like 129 cheap. 129 round trip. Yeah, exactly. So I bought cheap flights to New York. Whatever. And, and they're actually shutting down some of these like conference tournaments for basketball because it's March Madness coming up and the Ivy League for example um, basically said we're not going to do our conference tournament and we're going to just give the regular season champ the, the tournament bid because we're nervous about coronavirus. Really? Yes. Well, so okay, Yale is going to the tournament and that. people are pissed. So have any of those schools I don't know if so you were telling me earlier that Princeton was going to shut down? Which is in the Ivy League. Yeah, Princeton yeah. apparently is not coming back the rest of the year. Oh um, they're saying they're going to go all the remote. And it's interesting because this is the time, this is like the March Madness time of the year, which we're going to talk about here a little bit, but the coronavirus has kind of thrown some wrenches in, into the issue. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about so, this basketball thing. So <laughs> This basketball thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm a football girl. I went to my first soccer game ever the other day. Go Nashville, oh, whatever. Oh, you went to that thing? Oh, God. It was really cold. Oh, I just saw it on TV. I'm like, I hate. I can never root for them knowing how much money we gave them. And oh, I mean, Johnny I didn't Ingram pay a there. lick yeah. of attention to the game. Me oh, and my okay, friends yeah. were, like, taking pictures mm-hmm. and making sure her kids were alive. Um, So, okay, let's talk about this whole basketball thing that's going on. Yeah. I didn't even know anything was going on until today when Mark told me the traffic was about to get bad. So. Well, yes, so it's it's the time of the year where you have the conference tournament, so college teams, and especially it's a big deal for the small co- conferences because each the winner of each conference gets into March Madness, the NCAA tournament. Okay. And – Oh, that's what I make my brackets for. I've won like $280 doing that before. Correct. So, so you make your brackets for the thing that happens later. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so, so basically the team, the small teams who won their conference get an automatic bid into the tournament. Hey. Which is like for these people, it's their Super Bowl. Because like they're, they're in these these conferences where there's yeah. 12 teams and only one will get in. And they just happen to win the conference tournament. It's pretty sick. It's been cool. I mean, it's it's really, it, it's crazy. I've been to a few with my dad and it's fun to watch him. It's like, this is their whole season line. Like winning, it's like winning their conference championship is like winning the Super Bowl to them. That's kind of sweet. And then they'll lose by 50 in the first round. They're okay. a good team, but still. But they get to say they played March Madness Correct. basketball. Yeah. And, and what's cool is that there's two Tennessee teams already dancing. That's what they call it. So East Tennessee dancing. State. That's Yeah, they call it the big dance. They call they say going dancing. Oh, that's cute. Oh, yeah. See, I feel like you... How do you not I, know? I don't know. I've Mar- never paid attention to basketball in my life. Well, March Madness is the best playoff in all of sports, pro or... Whether you like basketball or not, it's just... It's the, the only... Tournament where like a 16 seed school we've never heard of can somehow beat like number one Virginia yeah, and like awesome. it, it's really fun like as 30 point underdogs. Um, but East Tennessee State is going to the tournament and that's out in in, um, in Johnson City, so they're going to go to the yeah. tournament. And Belmont, our local, let's go Bruins. Th- yeah, they beat they beat Murray State, the Racers, in a one point like great game Saturday. And, and wow. not only that, but both these teams like. He says he's like 30 and four. So both of these wow. teams are kind of on a lot of people's like watch list. Like they might be able to upset one of the, one of the big guns in the first round. Wow. And I then, mean, I really want to win some money off a of bracket this year, but I might have to put Belmont down the line just, just support the home team. Well, let's see who they play first before <laughs> we make a decision. But then the SEC tournament's happening here in downtown Nashville, which is what we're worried about. So Vanderbilt. And you're going. I'm going. I'm going to see uh, UT tomorrow. Tennessee plays Alabama. That's going to be a yeah, roll tide. And then Vanderbilt plays uh, tomorrow night, and then they could potentially get keep moving on. 
So it's the best time of the year. And with the coronavirus, it's a little bit scary. But I'm very excited. It's going to be great to go see those games. Wash your freaking hands. Well. Don't eat popcorn off the floor. I will not. I will never not eat popcorn <laughs> off the floor. You <laughs> no, know You know that's, that's, that's where I draw the line at. I want, How I, do you I, have a girlfriend? I once um, spilled a, a slice of pizza in New York City. I, I fell on the ground. And I picked it up. And like I thought for a second about eating. In the gross streets of New York City. I'm like, this pizza looks so good. Am I? So I thought about it. But then I did throw it away. Oh. Oh my God, I thought you were about to say no, that you no. ate it. No, but I thought and about I it. I was about to be done. <laughs> Unplug the mics. Send me home. I'm yeah, the out. New York New York City shirts are not. But my friend Daniel's like, you're not going to eat that, right? I'm like, no. And I, <laughs> <laughs> it was so cheesy. If you had been alone, mm. you would have picked up that slice of pizza and taken a bite before you even realized anything was wrong. It was 99 cents. It wasn't even that expensive, and I still thought about it. So I don't think I would have, but I thought about disgusting. it way longer than I should have. So. I will say the greatest thing that's happened from this coronavirus thing is that Mark cleaned his desk. Mark's desk <laughs> has been so gross for so long, and I went in his office to clean his desk for him, and as I walked in, it was already clean. And so that's the greatest thing that's happened. Um, very clean is what we're saying here. That's the one You're, thing we should take out of this. <laughs> you are a sloth. It is disgusting. It's very clean now. There's no more coffee cups or paper yes, everywhere. So a very really, clean office. It's really awesome. Um, yeah, if anyone wants to come visit, do it now. It's the only time you'll ever see Mark's office clean. Um, You're assuming it's going to be clean by tomorrow. Right now it's clean. It's going to be an absolute disaster by tomorrow. Um, so let's give a, a tornado relief update. The last episode that we did was on um, the tornado relief efforts and what you could do to help. And I went out on Saturday with my church. We went to a small church in North Nashville that still didn't have power, but they were outside grilling. We packed probably like 300 meals to wow. take out on wagons. And people were just people were coming and loading up wagons and taking meals like hot meals, hamburgers, hot dogs, um, barbecue, pulled chicken, like all kinds of stuff out to the community to people who didn't have power and couldn't cook. It was really great to see the community all coming together. We raised a lot of money for well, these groups. I think we raised a so on Facebook alone we raised about fifteen hundred dollars, and that doesn't include the email we sent to our supporters. We can't track how much has right. raised that, but like uh, we saw a lot of people clicked on it. So I mean, I, I think that because of you all, we probably raised probably close to three or four grand, and that's because of which I mean, which is uh, amazing because there's a lot of families. I actually have a friend who, you know, she's fine. She and her husband are fine and can pay to restock their fridge, but their power was out for four days. And she had just bought like $300 worth of groceries at Costco Ugh. to kind of last. And like she had a lot of meat in the freezer and stuff. And they they have enough money to, to rebuild from that. But think about the families that don't and can't and are trying to feed kids and everything in their fridge and freezer is gone. And so Second Harvest Food Bank was able to help families not only just eat during the tragedy of the tornado but also after to have enough food as they rebuild and we saw like we saw a stat that like i think 50 percent of people don't have a thousand dollars for an emergency so you can imagine like this type of thing people don't have the money it's like of course insurance will pay for their house and things like that but in the immediate time like a lot of them are gonna have well, a hard time you don't have clothes and you don't have diapers for your baby and you yeah. don't have these different things that you need car you know car repairs it takes a long time to get the checks from the insurance yeah. and even longer to rebuild so um anything that you can do helps this it's, is not um, over um in the immediate term we've done everything we can but we plan to help do more for people because this is i mean not necessarily a once in a lifetime thing we hope that it would be a once yeah. in a lifetime thing but this is 
this doesn't happen often. And when it does, it is a disaster and anything that we can do to help is good. And they've, um, there've been some really cool, uh, benefit concerts, yep. um, marathon music works. They did one with Jason Isbell and Brandy Carlisle, some really great artists. Um, there was one last night at Dirk Bentley, whiskey row and boys like girls. Do you remember boys like girls from like when we were in high school? They're no. kind of like a punk pop. Yeah, band. The weirdos like them. I, did, I, did, I didn't I was know. A huge fan. Well, that, <laughs> boys I mean, like girls t-shirt. That I, fits. I stand by my comment. That fits. Um, they came out and played. Played, a bunch of country artists came out and played. And so people are really um, trying to give back to the community that we love so much. And the community's just been great. I mean, you see all these. I went to a, a, a distillery. They're collecting. Like, it seems like all the bars, restaurants, lo- they're all collecting food. They're collecting supplies. And it's been, a- as much as this is heartbreaking, it's also like your heart's really warm by seeing how much people, it doesn't matter their political I think it doesn't matter where they live, like, and everyone's just coming together. It's just, it's just kind of great to see as this country's so divided. We hear, and it's like you look at this, and everyone really does care know, about each it's, other. It's really fun. We, um, my friends and I were trying to decide on a place to eat dinner the other night, and we started looking on Instagram who was giving back if we went to get dinner at a restaurant. Which is a great way to think of it. Which is great. I mean, yeah. it's like we're gonna go out anyway. We might as well, whatever we pay, the restaurant's gonna pay twenty percent toward the community foundation or wherever that yeah. is, and that's been really neat to get to go to and these restaurants were opening their doors to give people who didn't have homes free food um a lot of really great things airbnb i don't know if you saw that airbnb was doing um free temporary housing for people who lost their homes don't tell the city government they might try to shut them down <laughs> i mean with the city of nashville hates them and they don't want to seriously ha- I, mean, I went to a city council meeting the other night and you could feel the tension of airbnb in the air it was so upsetting especially at a time when yeah. they were giving away free literally housing. helping people but of course the government wants to stop that there's literally a, house, a website that you could go to that air Airbnb was comping people to let people stay in their homes. Yeah, well, but who didn't? The government housing. always try to shut down people helping, but and the SEC tournament that I'm going to, they're going to be raising like that's their whole thing. They're going to be raising money for tornado relief too. So it's it's yeah, and there's going to be people out of state. So hopefully that will will yes. raise some money too. But it's been great uh, to see the community come. There are a lot like of this. places that you can go, both in Cookville and in Nashville, to give still that still need help. So mm-hmm. definitely keep that in your mind and in your heart as you go forward. Um, last topic of yep. the day. What do we got? We are going to talk about the people who have dropped out of the presidential race on the Democrat side. I know that you have thoughts. I have thoughts. Um, I'll start by saying that I have gotten back into watching SNL. (laughs) I was not a big SNL watcher for a long time because I felt like everything was really negative. Now I feel like they're making fun of everyone equally, which I think is really nice and refreshing. Um, And fresh off Elizabeth Warren's dropout, she did a really funny skit with Kate McKinnon the other night. Um, I think... And people... Pete Buttigieg is going to be hosting Jimmy Kimmel live. He's going to be one of the guest hosts. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's going to be interesting. I will say, so I voted on Super Tuesday. A lot of people didn't around here because of obvious circumstances. It was the day of the tornado. Um, I did. I waited two hours to go vote. And, um, I just, I vote because women haven't always been able to vote. And it's really important to me to be able to vote. What I don't like is when women don't, make it in a race and blame it on the fact that it's because they're a woman or because people are sexist. That really bothers me. I I say that I vote because of a lot of like women's issues, I guess, Mm -hmm. because it is important to me, like being represented. I'm not a feminist by any means, but I am, you know, pro girl and pro woman. It really bothers me when people like Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren say that they did not get a nomination because they're a woman. Yeah, I think it's, and and we can't actually talk about the current election just because of our C3 rules, but, uh, or yeah, C3 rules, but we can talk about the people who have dropped out and it's, you see Elizabeth Warren who, I mean, it's very clear why she lost to me. I mean, she said she didn't know how to pay for a plan. She seemed to 
basically make up different stories about exactly. herself every other week and like nobody viewed her as authentic yeah and then you see i mean Kamala harris it's, it's easy to tell why she didn't win i mean she she just kept making statement after statement and like she a, a, after her great debate she got basically just destroyed in the next debate so i think there's a couple things to talk about these people who have lost they've lost for some reason and i'm not saying sexism doesn't exist, but it's hard. It's very clear to see why they lost, and sexism isn't it. And they don't also realize that they're they're basically calling all Democrats sexist because those are the people who vote in their primaries. Exactly. And it, it's it is disappointing. And I mean, obviously, we don't always agree with the president, but President Trump basically said, "Well, Elizabeth, you lost because you weren't talented." It wasn't. And, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> that's, well, that's, ba- that's basically exactly how I feel. Like, if we want to be, if women want to be treated like equals, we have to expect to be held to the same standard as everyone else. You can't just say, "Oh, I lost because I'm a woman." You lost because you don't have any solid principles that you stand on. You don't have any plan of action. You don't have anything like that. It's yeah, not because keep, you're a woman. You can't, you can't use that, that as an excuse. And it is, of course, sexism is still in. I'm sure it's still in the workplace. It's still in these other places. But this is not the reason you lost. Again, your party nominated a woman last time. So the fact that you were not as apparently talented as Hillary Clinton says a lot more about you than it does about the people voting. Exactly. You need to get people. I mean, th- this excuse because of whatever whatever status I have is not. It's not right. You were bad candidates for this, this, and this reason, and that's why you lost. Yeah, and people ask me all the time, Hillary Clinton's a woman. Why aren't you going to vote for her? She's a woman. Well, I'm not going to vote for a woman just because they're a woman. You have to earn it. Whether I mean, no matter who you are, no matter and, where and you're from, you re- got to earn it. Yeah, if you're a Republican, you still have to earn it. Or a Democrat, you still have to earn it. I mean, people like us kind of, I think we look more the candidates than the political party or, or the candidates than the gender but or I'm the race or whatever. But I'm certainly not looking at your skin color or your gender or anything yeah, you're like looking that. at the best candidate. And, I'm yeah. looking at how my bank account is going to look once you're in office. And sure. if you're going to crash the economy and raise my taxes then i'm not interested yeah and and people are going to have equal rights and there i mean there's a lot of things that go into it but well, yeah I, of course we, we need to stop looking at this idea that because you're a woman every woman should vote for you and of course that was not the case if you look at the, the things women didn't vote for for warren and they didn't vote for kamala Harris, and that's why they lost so to call, makes, so you're calling women sexist i know and it makes me it makes me really mad because it's saying that women are stupid women can't think on their own women are you know i remember when hillary clinton was running it was like a don't let the men tell you who to vote for vote for Hillary I'm like you are you are making women out to be stupid stupid people if you're gonna try to pull this card on us we can think for ourselves we're independent thinkers if I don't want to vote for you because I disagree with you it has nothing to do with the fact that I've been brainwashed by some evil man not to vote for a woman that's insane and I I think it's really unfair the way that really venting right now (laughs) yeah I think I think it's unfair the way the left treats pro-life women too I mean it seems like they're like oh oh well you're not even really a woman if if you don't believe it's like look it's a 50 50 issue and i'm not judging anybody who believes anything but it's like you're not less of a woman because you believe that life begins also by alienating certain women you're not helping your case at all for sure like if you're turning you're so what you're saying is you're asking women to support your ideas but you're not supporting theirs it's it's turning people against each other and saying well you know all all hail women except for the ones that think this and except for the ones that think that that's not equal rights that's not equality in any in any means yeah think about emily's list like that's a group that supports women but it's not it's all like very liberal women it's like if you support women you support women of all of all kinds yes and it should be like okay we want women to have because of course there is still sexism we're not saying there's not sexism but exactly. to blame that for everything it just doesn't make sense and then and when, it cheapens the argument it cheapens 
the argument. Then you say, well, women, except for ones who believe the opposite of we do, which is like, okay, well, that's 50% of the population. So great job. Like, you're so you're alienating people. Yes. It's really a political agenda. It's not about women. I think it's what we need to just talk about for groups like Emily's List. I could keep going on and yeah. on. I mean, yeah, you it's know, starting to kind of a, I have, <laughs> it's, well, it's I just, spicy. I felt this way about like the women's march and things like that. I'm like, if you're pro woman, you can't exclude women who don't agree with you on every single thing. Agree with yeah. you. You know, like it's either you accept me because I'm a woman just like you are, or you don't. And and I and I have felt, I truly have felt more um, pushed away by my own gender than by men. I will say that. One more thing. Like, it is interesting that we talk about supporting women, which, of course, that's great. But then there's also the argument like, well, anybody can be whatever they decide to be. So anybody can be a woman. It's like, well, it's either, it's got to be one or the other. You either have to support women or anybody can just self-identify right. as whatever they want. I right. mean, like, and, and where anybody could be a woman. So you don't even know without asking them. I know. Them. So don't. So yeah, you can't be both it's, ways. It's one or the other. You can't. You really can't have it <laughs> yeah. both ways. So, this okay. has <laughs> really turned into a rant. That's, Gosh. Yeah, that's our rant for the day. Well, I mean, can I get a girl power out here? Um. Anyway. That's it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll be done with our rant. Let us know what you think. Again, if you need to know where to donate for Tornado Relief, where to help out, let us know. We can help direct you in that way. Um, roll Tide and see you next week.